And a very good day. This is Pastor Mark Whelan with Touch of God. And immediately today, I wanted to start out this program uh, because of what you might be concerned about, what you're maybe worried about, uh, what you're going through in your country, in your in your home at the moment. With things as they are in the world, you may be concerned about financial situations or even your health or the health of a loved one. So today I'm going to be starting out and just encouraging you and reassuring you and helping us all to to focus on Jesus, to focus on the Father, to focus on God by the Holy Spirit. Amen. In Psalm chapter 91, I know this psalm is a favorite of many, but we have to really look at verse 1 and how it starts out. It's a conditional statement. It says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. Now, this is in the Amplified Classic Edition version of the Bible. And it says in the beginning here, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall. And then there's many verses of Psalm chapter 91 that depend on whether or not you dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Are you dwelling with the Lord today? Are you seeking Him in your heart? Are you conversing with Him? Are you having time with Him, praying to the Lord, having a relationship with the Lord, just praising Him and worshiping Him in your own time, your your quiet time, away from all distractions of your day? Are you giving Him your first fruits of the day? Are you getting up and spending time with the Lord? Are you taking the Lord with you wherever you go? Are you going to sleep at night? And is the last thing on your mind saying goodnight to the Lord and just reading some scriptures and reading his word. Are you dwelling in that secret place? Because if you are, then the benefits of Psalm chapter 91 are yours and are yours to keep. Amen. But if you are not dwelling, if you are not dwelling in the secret place of the Most High, then you cannot claim Psalm 91 as your own. Because verse 1 starts out, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed. And there's so many other verses that hinge and connect to those first three words of verse 1. But I will tell you that the end of verse 1 is very powerful. It says, Whose power no foe can withstand. No foe, no enemy of the Lord can withstand the Almighty's power. Amen. The power of His Holy Spirit. And if you read verse 10... It says, There shall no evil befall you, nor any plague or calamity come near your tent. Another version would say near your dwelling place, near your home. And of course, your dwelling place is your body as well, you could say. So if no plague or calamity can come near your tent, then there is no need to fear any coronavirus, COVID-19 virus, that the media would love for you to fear. So If you are dwelling in the secret place, you can trust in the Lord that he has you protected because you are spending time in his word. Let me elaborate on that. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 to 22. My son, attend to my words, consent and submit to my sayings. Let them not depart from your sight. Keep them in the center of your heart. For they are life to those who find them, healing and health to all their flesh, meaning body, your body. 
So the, the word of God, his words, amen, we are to keep them in the center of our heart. We are to meditate on them. As Psalm chapter 1 verse 2 says, we are to ponder and meditate on the word every day, amen. We need to feed our soul, our mind with the truth so that our mind doesn't become continually contaminated with the distractions and the lies and the carnality of this world. So remember, if you are sick today, remember that God sent his word to heal you. And his word is in front of you, but it's also in your heart, in your spirit, I should say. And your spirit, your born-again spirit, knows every scripture. But the key is to get it into your mind, from your spirit to your soul. Your soul needs this. Your spirit is perfect and it is complete in Christ. But your mind needs to be renewed according to Romans chapter 12 verse 2. And we will get to that verse another day. But we need to make sure that we read the word, we ponder it, we meditate on it. And it could be any verse in the Bible. You may like your own favorite story in the Bible. Okay, pick your favorite story and go through it very slowly. Ponder each verse. Slow down as much as you can and take your time. There is no hurry. There is no rush. It's more important for your body to be healed, according to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 22, by the life that is in each verse and each word of the Word of God. Amen. It is life. It is life to those who find them, verse 22 says. Healing and health to all their flesh. Does your flesh not need life today? Are you sick with something? Do you have an ache? Do you have a headache? Whatever is going on. Do you have cancer? You know, whatever it may be, you need to read the Word of God. The Word is life. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So the life that is Christ Jesus is the Word. And the Word of God you can read and meditate and ponder every day, and your body will become a beneficiary of that. Now, that's not the only purpose for the Word, but life gives benefit to many things. Our understanding is what needs to be updated and refreshed with the truth. And that's why it's important to read the Word of God and get an understanding and renew our minds so that we may understand what is true and replace our false understanding of what we thought the truth was with the truth that is the Word of God about that topic. Amen? So, the other verse I wanted to give you today is if you are in worry or anxiety, you're concerned about what might happen or what might not happen in your life, Whatever you have got going on in your life, everybody has something going on, amen? But it's how we deal with those circumstances that defines how we will feel during the day every day. And so we can listen to the news and get fear and anxiety, and they may be reporting facts. Sometimes the news doesn't report accurately, which is a great pity. But are you wanting to rely on the Lord and trust in Him? or trust that the news will one day get better. Well, the news never seems to get better, does it? So we need to make sure that we are trusting in the Lord so that when we are going through a storm, either in our own family, in a storm that the whole city is going through, 
or the whole country or even the whole world, as it may be right now with the COVID-19, that those who are trusting in the Lord, the Lord will renew their strength and in the storm you will be at peace. Even though there is a wind howling outside and maybe a hurricane is going around you, remember the middle of a hurricane is where there's peace. The center in the eye of the hurricane is where there's peace, and that is where you need to be. And that is where you can get to by dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. Amen. Now, Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3 says, You will guard him. Now, Isaiah is prophesying, and he's saying, You, God, will guard him, man. So you will guard him and keep him in perfect and constant peace, whose mind, both its inclination and its character, is stayed on you, because he commits himself to you, leans on you, and hopes confidently in you. So Isaiah is saying, God... For anyone who focuses on you, who is inclined and in character of their mind is focused on you and stayed on you and seeking you, to that person will you be able to keep in perfect and constant peace. Because that person is committed to you, he leans on you and is hoping confidently in you. That's what Isaiah 26 verse 3 is. So, The question today would be, if you are in a worrying or anxious time, but you want peace, you are desperate just to be at peace because you are weary and tired and worried about different things, whether it's something going on with your children or your husband or your wife or a dear family member or just the nation that you are a part of, you're a citizen in. If you're worried or anxious about anything, you seek the Lord with all of your heart and trust in Him that He has your prayers that you are sending to Him and He will answer them. But also as you focus on Him, He will keep you in perfect and constant peace. If you continue to focus and incline your mind, amen, stayed on the Lord. If you point and you focus your heart on the Lord, He the Lord will keep you in perfect and constant peace. And you know the Bible is not a lie. The Word of God is truth and is not a lie. Let God be true and let every man be a liar. Amen? So God is true. The Word of God is truth. And as we seek the Lord and we focus on Him, you will be in perfect and constant peace. So that is the clue today. That is the truth for how to stay at peace even when things are going on around you. Amen? So let me pray for you today that you would not succumb to worry and fear and anxiety and that you would focus on the Lord. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, that you are perfect peace. Lord Jesus, you are the Prince of Peace. And, Lord, I thank you today that by your Holy Spirit, your beautiful Comforter is with us. And as we focus with all of our being, with our hearts, Lord, and our minds focused on you, just focusing on the eyes of Jesus, that everything around us will become immaterial. It will become of lesser and lesser impact to our feelings, and our feelings will no longer be worried or anxious. We will no longer be those things because we will trust in a God that is much greater than any circumstance 
that we are facing or in the middle of at the moment. Whether it be a health crisis, whether it be a financial crisis, whether it be a family crisis, Lord, you have us in the palm of your hand, and we are the apple of your eye, not deservingly, but Lord, it's nothing that we have done to earn your grace and your mercy or your love. It is your love for us, Lord, that surpasses all understanding. And we bless you today, and we thank you, Lord, for these precious souls that are listening. And each one of them, each one of them would come to understand that you are good, you are great, you are the the God Almighty, and Lord, you are the Most High, in whom we need to dwell in your secret place, so that we can remain stable and fixed under your shadow, whose power no foe, no enemy can withstand, according to Psalm 91, verse 1. And Lord, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for your protection over our families. We thank you for health and wholeness in the bodies of these listeners right now, from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. Lord, I thank you that by the scourging that you suffered at that whipping post, as according to Isaiah 53, verse 5, that by your scourging we are healed and made whole. And in the name of Jesus today, I speak life into your bodies from head to toe. I speak his word, and his word is coming to your body, and your body is going to reap benefits. It's health to all of your flesh today, that whatever sickness there is, whatever disease there is going on in your body or the bodies of your family members, that because no foe can withstand the power of the Almighty in the shadow of the Almighty, that means no sickness can come anywhere near God. Amen? Jesus never was sick. And if you have Christ in you, the hope of glory, amen, and you are focused on him and you are reading his word and you're declaring his word and you're just thanking the Lord and just spending time with him, focusing your mind on him, no sickness can come anywhere near you, amen, because the word of God is life and it's life to those who find them and healing and health to all your flesh. Amen. So no fear, no fear today. No need to fear in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, continuing on from last week's program, we were talking about why man desperately needs salvation and how God made provision for that salvation by his tremendous love for each of us and by sacrificing his only begotten son, Jesus. Now, the special blessings of the Lord that happen when becoming a new creation in Christ is what we're continuing to focus on. Now, you will recall from our previous program that we talked about Romans chapter 5, verse 12, which is, Therefore, as sin came into the world through one man, and death as the result of sin, so death spread to all men, no one being able to stop it or to escape its power, because all men sinned. And so we're going to continue on today. It says in Romans chapter 6, what shall we say to all this? Are we to remain in sin in order that God's grace, favor, and mercy may multiply and overflow? Certainly not. How can we who died to sin live in it any longer? 
Now remember, this is the letter of Paul to the Romans. Amen. The Apostle Paul, chapter 6 of Romans. And he's talking about how amazing God's grace has been and the fact that we are now free of sin. The believer is now free of sin. So now why would we even think that we can continue to sin? And we should now realize that we are dead to sin. Amen. So we're going to be starting to talk about this as well. Amen. So it says, verse 2, Certainly not. How can we who died to sin live in it any longer? Now you might say, what do you mean I died? I, I'm still living. No, that remember that we have died with Christ. We were crucified with Christ and made alive in him by the grace of God through the crucifixion at the cross. Amen. So verse 3 of chapter 6 of Romans, it says, Are you ignorant of the fact that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? So this may be news to some of us today. It's, it's not easy the first time you read this to really get your head around this, your, your mind around this, but you really need to spend some time thinking and pondering and meditating on this, just as we are supposed to do for everything in the Word of God, according to Psalms chapter 1, verse 2, meditating and pondering on it, so that then we could really be taught uh, by the Holy Spirit and understand what God is trying to teach us in every word of His Word of God. Amen? Because we really need to understand and know the truth, not just read the truth and never really allow it to seep into the depths of our understanding. And that is what there is a risk of doing if we rush our reading and trying to get 10 chapters every hour completed. Are you truly knowing the truth when you do it in a hurried manner like that? So take your time. There are many things to read in the Word, but we have a long life. Amen. And the important thing is to take it a verse at a time. There is no rush but we do need to understand who we are in Christ. Amen. So that is found in the New Testament. Amen. Particularly in the epistles of Paul to the churches, including Galatians, Colossians, Philippians, Ephesians. These are the books we also need to refer to specifically when it comes to our new identity in Christ. And you will hear us mention some verses from those books as we continue this series. But as we look continuing on here in Romans chapter 6, it says in verse 3, Are you ignorant of the fact that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Sometimes we use the word baptized and we think, you know, we're, we're going down into the water and coming back up. Obviously, that is the, the baptism of water. But this is very significant, being baptized into Christ Jesus and baptized into his death. And you might say, well, I wasn't around over 2,000 years ago. How could I possibly have been baptized into his death when Christ died a long time before I was born and way before I gave my life to him and received him as my Savior and Lord? Well, just because Jesus went to the cross over 2,000 years ago, if you give your life to him today, he doesn't have to come back and go to the cross again today because you just decided. You can decide today 
to give your life to the Lord. And what happened over 2,000 years ago, well, the result of that and the benefit and the magnificent love through that cross and that sacrifice will become evident to you in your life quickly. Amen. You will become born again. God will bring you a brand, give you a brand new spirit. Amen. A new heart. And now we just need to understand the word by renewing our mind at that point. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. We are to be transformed, amen, by renewing our mind, by reading God's word and understanding and knowing it. Not rushing through, but knowing it, amen. So we were baptized into Christ's death in verse 3. In verse 4 it says, We were buried therefore with him by the baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, so we too might habitually live and behave in newness of life. So just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, so we too might habitually live and behave in newness of life. See, the effect of the baptism into Christ's death means that the way we were, the way we were in sin all the time, lawlessness, sons of disobedience, the Bible says, the way that we were walking in our carnal lives before we gave our life to Jesus, God now did away with that when we gave our life to Christ Jesus. Because at that moment, our old man, as the Bible says, our old self died. And it wasn't possible for the old man to die without being baptized into Christ's death. So it was impossible for us to ever get fixed, to ever resolve the problem of sin and sickness and disease by Christ not going to the cross after we had already sinned in the Garden of Eden through Adam and Eve. So now it's important that we understand that we, we cannot benefit from Christ Jesus' sacrifice on the cross unless these other things also occurred by God allowing us to be baptized into Christ Jesus and baptized into his death on the cross. According to verse 3 of Romans chapter 6. Chapter 6 verse 4 says, We were buried therefore with him by the baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, so we too might habitually live and behave in newness of life. So that means that God's grace gives us the power. Now that we are in Christ, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So it's God's strength. It's Christ's strength now living in us and trying to live through us to the degree that we would allow the Lord to be a part of our daily lives, to worship him, to pray to him, to love him and to understand his word, but also understand who we are in Christ, living our daily lives as a living sacrifice, amen, and under the power and the grace of God, which gives us the strength to say no to temptations to say no to sin, so that we no longer lean towards wanting to do evil and sin, but we now lean towards wanting to do good. And if we ever slip up, if we ever fall down and sin, we can immediately get back up again and say, Lord, I'm terribly sorry. I'm sorry that I sinned. I confess my sins to you. I thank you, Lord, for forgiving me my sins, cleansing me of all unrighteousness. And I thank you, Lord, 
for not remembering my sins no more, as far as the east is from the west. And God instantly forgives us. Amen. And he expects us to move on. And just like we explained a couple of weeks ago, God doesn't want us to dwell in our past or dwell in the sin that we committed three minutes ago. As soon as we confess our sins, he is faithful to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness, according to 1 John 1, verse 9. Amen. So, we were buried with Christ. Now we are alive with Christ. Amen. By the power of the Holy Spirit, by the grace of God, so that we might habitually live and behave in newness of life. We cannot habitually live and behave in newness of life without the power of the Lord and the power and the glorious power and the grace of God by way of His Holy Spirit living within us, dwelling within us, and giving us the strength to go about our daily lives and encouraging us and prompting us to live a holy life according to the ways of the Lord. Amen. And so now that we have a brand new spirit, we are walking in newness of life because our life is brand new. And we have a whole new outlook on life because our heart has changed. And now our mind has to understand what happened. And that is one of the main reasons for this radio program is to help you understand what happened. What, who are you now? And whose are you now? Everything is different. Now, you may look in the mirror and say, I'm the same person. But really, you're looking at the body that you are inside of. You are the spirit inside the body you see in the mirror. Amen. You have that body given to you on a temporary basis while you are here on the earth. But you, the spirit inside of that body, you live on. Amen. And it's my prayer today that you will live on in heaven and not live on in hell. That you will give your life solely to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let him into every part of your heart. Give him everything. Give him your all your belongings and all your worries and all your thoughts and talk to him. He's your best friend and he wants you to succeed and to fulfill the will and the destiny that he has for you in your life. So seek him with all of his all of your heart. Amen. And do not lean on your own understanding. Trust in him with all of your heart. And God, as you acknowledge him, he will direct your paths and make your paths straight. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Amen. So, if you would like for us to pray for you today, you are welcome to call us at country code 1-407-705-3151. That's country code 1-407-705-3151. We are on Facebook and YouTube under Touch of God Radio. Touch of God Radio. And you can also email us. We'd love to hear from you with your testimonies and also your prayer requests or any questions at touchofgodradio at gmail.com. Touchofgodradio at gmail.com. And until next week, you have a blessed week. Amen.